Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Greg Talks. I'm your host, Greg, and this is my co-host, Karen. And today we're just going to talk a little bit about our summer plans and what we have coming up. So for me, uh, I have mentioned this in a, a few previous episodes, but I'm currently taking uh, an engineering course, an introductory engineering course uh, for industrial systems engineering. And I've been doing that for the past few weeks recently. I just took test two and I'm proud to say I'm doing quite well in the course. And I think I have about another couple of weeks before I finish that up, but that's going pretty well. Um, you know, for those of you who are also taking the course at Oakland University or at other institutions, pretty sure you know it deals heavily and a lot of uh, Calculus One concepts uh, when it comes to math. And it also applies to a lot of engineering fields, if you didn't know. And uh, my specific engineering field is bioengineering, uh, if you guys were curious. And so, yeah, that's kind of all I have for that class. And uh, let's see, so Aaron, what are uh, you doing as far as academics? All right, so I split it up into two separate things. So in the summer, I'm taking three classes. So one of them was this semester, and mm. the next two are the next summer semester. And for any of those, any of you guys that don't know, the first summer semester ends June 29th. And the second one starts at that exact date, I think, right? Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. And it goes on until August of some date. Like right before August, August, I think. Um, so this summer I took sociology to get rid of my diversity requirement. And then I took two labs. And it's kind of weird being online with a lab class. It's just a lot of um, like a lot of data analysis and then not having like the hands-on way to do it. And mm. then when you're quizzed on knowing the hands-on approach to do it, it just feels really weird, if that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does. And I know like for my class, um, my instructor, um, to my benefit, has been doing live pre-recorded presentations that we are responsible for looking at and taking notes. And mm -hmm. while that has helped, at the same time when we have to do like laboratory assignments um, or like online assignments for the different uh, homework, it can be um, the interaction piece isn't really there as if you do have an issue, uh, it's a little difficult um, to get help because you have to email the professor and then in the case of the labs you have to email the TA. Uh, for those of you who don't know a TA is a teaching assistant and, and it can just get a little frustrating at times. Uh, I know this past week I had a lab that uh, I was supposed to have in uh, a couple of days ago but due to uh, some glitches with the program I was using uh, I couldn't finish the assignment on time, so I had to like email the IT department at OU as well as the professor 
and uh, my TA like quite a few times, uh, not only to get an extension for the assignment, but also to figure out what the glitch was and how to circumvent it. Uh, right now, uh, currently, I do have a solution for it. Uh, it's just, uh, it took quite a few hours to get there. And gotcha. uh, yeah, I do hope though, I did not frustrate my professor and TA though with uh, how many times I had to email them about it. But um, yeah, anyway, uh, moving on with me. Uh, another thing that came up on my radar was a community service opportunity. Um, so in Detroit, there is this uh, organization called AmeriCorps. I believe it has been around as an organization since the early 90s. And basically what they do is uh, they do volunteering projects around uh, the urban areas of the cities that the organization is located in. And so I have the opportunity of um, getting word about this opportunity. And so I applied, um, I got in, and um, I will be starting that on June the 22nd. And so I'm really excited for that. Um, I believe uh, I'm going to get to meet the mayor of Detroit in person. Well, not in person. It's going to be a virtual call. But, you know, I'm going to get to ask him some questions. And then I'm actually going to get to go to some of the more uh, rundown parts of Detroit and uh, help do some cleanup around those areas. So I'm really excited for that. You know, where I went to high school, like community service was like a big part of my curriculum. And that's something that has stayed with me. So whenever I get a chance to do things like this, um, I obviously know it's going to help out a larger community, but it just makes me feel good to help out other people with mm -hmm. um, just doing uh, physical labor. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's something I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, Aaron, uh, is there a specific program you want to speak on that you just got into? Um, first, let me say congratulations. That is the first time I'm hearing about this, but it sounds amazing. So I'm very happy for you, and I hope you get to learn a lot from doing your community service. Yeah, thanks. Um, but yeah, as I mentioned before, uh, please share what program you just got into with our audience. Okay, so this was a recent occurrence. Last week, OU, um, one of my professors invited me to go and work in the lab with two other students. So originally I was working um, three other jobs and it was a bit of like a hectic shuffle because I knew what I had to do. I just didn't wanna leave my other jobs with such short notice, but mm -hmm. I was accepted into the OU job in the lab, and now I'm working there, and it's so cool. It is so amazing. I love the people that I work with. I like my professor. I love working with the different tools in the lab, and I like prepping things, so it's just a win-win experience for everyone. It's what it sounded like, at least. Okay, cool, and What's like uh, the thing that you're most looking full forward to in this program? Mm. I've had lab classes before. I've had mm -hmm. Gen Cab lab. I've had a physics lab, but I've never been 
one to like get acclimated with the technology for longer than a week because each mm-hmm. lab would be for a week and we'd have different things that we'd have to use right right but I've never gotten to fully get acquainted with the technology so now I'm getting to like learn and understand not just how to use the tool but how it applies to different aspects of my future career which is being a med lab tech so that's what I'm the most excited about right now like I just can't stop thinking about it I see and also you mentioned like a met lab tech now um that is actually like the first time um I'm hearing about that specific career so Mm -hmm. like uh could you go like into more detail about what a met lab tech a met lab tech is and what what they do um because I'm pretty sure a lot of you out there, um, this might be your first time hearing about that career as well. So if you could just okay. indulge us. I can definitely do that. Mm-hmm. So there's a difference between a medical technician and a medical lab technician. So mm-hmm. I want to be a med lab tech, as I've already stated. And that means I'm in the lab processing body fluids, such as like... um like blood, urine, saliva. I'm also looking at different tissue samples. So that could be um, RBC, like erythrocytes or red blood cells. It could be looking for leukemia. It's basically what a med lab tech does is look at the body specimens that maybe your pediatrician or your internal medicinist sends in and process it. And then we send it back for the doctor's diagnosis. But in order to do that, as like literally in the name, we have to work with different sorts of technology. So it could be like a centrifuge. It could be um, salinist. So that's basically like a sanitizing machine. Mm-hmm. It just, you work with all sorts of things. And you work in a team and interprofessionally to get it done. All right. That does sound pretty cool. And in some ways, um, similar to like uh, bioengineering in some aspects. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. It's not exactly the same, but in terms of like you working with multiple different technologies, um, it is similar in that regard. But anyway, moving on, um, something else that uh, has also been definitely a give and a take for the last few weeks for me, which is signing up for another summer class for summer session too. Now, here's the thing about that. So um, I was talking to my uh, career uh, mentor, which is mm-hmm. like a person that kind of helps you to tell you what classes you need to take in order, in order to stay on track for your major. Mm-hmm. So I found out that I needed to actually retake a uh, science course and around this time it was already well into may mm-hmm. and summer session two registration for a lot of places had already closed or was getting ready to close right. for this current session so i basically had to scramble to look for a whole bunch of different community colleges and trying to see which uh, ones offered the specific course and also checking to see if the credit would transfer over to ou And then once I found that out, I had to make sure it was an online course. Hmm. And uh, 
Luckily, I was able to find one at this community college that's a couple of miles away from me. And so uh, I will, I'm still kind of waiting to hear back if I'm going to get into that course, but that's just kind of something that um, I've been doing in the background as far as uh, uh, some other academic things. Uh, so yeah, uh, Aaron, have you ever had any like uh, last minute situations where um, you almost missed out on like a class or you were in a situation where you might have or you might not get in the class? Not an academic one, but the job situation that I was talking about previously, mm -hmm. I only had like a day to make that decision and to make it count without regretting it, you know? Mm -hmm. That was definitely one of them. I guess another one of them, not as urgent per se, because I'm, as far as I know, I'm on track with my course scheduling. Right. Um, was adding something onto the winter semester. Because yeah. if anybody knows me, and for you guys out there that are getting to know me, I'm like, I'm a very proactive person, I guess you could call yeah. it. I, I like getting things done. Yeah, she definitely does do that. <laughs> so. so if I can fit like eight courses into one semester, I'm gonna do it. Just because it helps me get more things done, allowing for other things that I may or may not want to do in the future. So OU, as I found out recently, has the scheduling thing, right? So hmm. if you're waitlisted, you have to wait for like two weeks or something in order to get into a class because people right. may or may not drop out, right? Yep. I've been waitlisted before. So it was like an odd experience to see that like holding thing. Mm-hmm. Now that this whole COVID thing is going on, they're making a whole lot more courses online. So the, like the, um, what do you call those things? Like the seating limiters, how yeah. it has like 32 or 32 or 156 of 156. Yep. Grew, like exponentially. So all the people that were waitlisted for a class, most mm. of them have already been accepted into that class or another class has been built based off that same premise taught by another professor online. Oh. So I originally had um, eight courses for the fall semester and six courses for the winter semester, mm. but now they're eight. Now it's eight on eight. Yeah, okay. Well, that's definitely A-okay. So uh, moving on, uh, something else, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you um, who are gamers out there definitely did watch the PS5 reveal event uh, where they showed like all those different teaser trailers for like all the uh, all the launch titles and all the games coming out next year for the PS5. And then, of course, also revealing the console itself. Now, I cannot tell you for a long time, I was an Xbox uh, guy and then even more so a Nintendo guy. So when I watched this trailer, like the first thing that popped up, and I came, I came into the, uh, I watched it like after the event was over, but the first video I saw was the Miles Morales video uh, or the trailer where it, you know, the first thing that came up on the screen, I was like, oh, it's definitely Miles Morales. And it just kind of blew me away with like how good it looks. And then 
the the final thing that showed was like oh spider-man miles morales which um to me looks like is going to be like his own little side adventure game where it's just he's going to be the main character and you're going to get to do like all the different like spider-man stuff that peter parker did in the in the old game uh but you'll be miles and you'll have the whole dilemma with like miles's family situation going on and what it means to be a hero um to him like personally and i know if you've seen the animated movie like it's just a he's got a great dichotomy because one side of his family is uh or dealt in the in the criminal activity and then the other side dealt in law enforcement and you know, it, it is kind of ironic that, you know, he's getting a trailer and, you know, all this commotion that's been going on with police brutality just popped up. It's directly applicable to his character. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's really cool. So I was definitely excited for that. And then the next thing was Ratchet and Clank, which um, is another series that I have not been a big fan of, but like this trailer just wowed me. And then they had a female Ratchet and I love uh, like female variations of characters, especially when you know those characters err on more of the masculine uh, characteristic side of things, because Ratchet is more of like a mechanic, and so the female Ratchet is basically going to be what you would call a tomboy kind of okay. a character, and uh, it's just going to be a different dynamic with Clank. But the 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 reflections in the metal, um, the way the grass looks, the way the different textures and the mapping looks on the environments in that game really is outstandingly good, you know. And then, of course, PS5 had all these other, like, trailers that just kind of were similarly also very amazing to me. You know, you had the Resident Evil 8. Uh, Let's see, what else did they have? they had Horizon uh, Dawn 2, uh, 2K21, albeit I don't give a crap about 2K, like the basketball game. A um, little side tangent here. I, I don't get why so many guys are fascinated with that one because it is literally just a basketball simulator, but I digress. Um, yeah, amazing. And then the console itself is sexy. Like, that's the only word I can use to describe it. It's very attractive to look at it's super sleek you know it has like a futuristic look to it you know it's just mm-hmm. fire like you know and i was looking at that and i'm saying <laughs> i was like sorry xbox with cheer uh i don't know like this looks um this looks sexy like you're not you're not topping this like i don't i don't know how they're gonna come back at sony with uh with what they did sony just knocked it out of the park but uh yeah other than that though uh i have been uh learning japanese uh i've been kind of like working on specifically memorizing the uh katakana alphabet and soon after um, well sorry not katakana hiragana alphabet and then later on i'm uh planning on memorizing the katakana alphabet and then kanji uh shortly after that so Definitely kind of like a lot that I'm going to have to do for that. Um, I know Erin, um, she has mentioned to me that uh, she was going to like give me some resources to kind of like help me to learn it a little bit faster. Um, as she gave me like a, um, a tip about learning Japanese that you shouldn't um, 
learn Japanese in terms of translation. You should look at Japanese as its own language when you're learning. So when you're reading it, um, you shouldn't focus so much on the English counterpart, but just focus on actually understanding the way that the structure of the language actually works in, in the context of uh, Japanese society and stuff, instead of like trying to apply it to American society, which is different. So yeah, there's that. And then uh, I'm also delving a little bit into music theory here and there, because um, for those of you who don't know, I'm a pianist and a guitarist, and uh, I kind of wanted to get my skills up a little bit in those things, especially with the COVID thing going on, and I had so much time on my hands, I said, hey, let me, you know, learn how to compose a little better. So mm -hmm. that was something else uh, I was also working on. And then uh, another little side thing I'm doing is, um, I'm working on an animation project with a few friends from Oakland who are art majors right now, currently too. Can't go into details on that because we just started it, but uh, you know, I'm hoping that turns into something that I can be proud of and that they can be proud of uh, whenever that gets done and uh, depending on the idea that we go with. Uh, but yeah, that's... Um, that's all I'm gonna say on the, those things. Uh, Aaron, did you have anything on that stuff? Or just any uh, hobbies you were working I'm on? I'm not a huge um, video gamer. I'm not a huge gamer in general, I'm just gonna say that up front. Mm -hmm. But I got into this game, I'm sure you know of it, it's called Minecraft. Yeah, my, Minecraft is pretty awesome. So. I never knew about it like I heard about it in passing when I was a kid but I never really got into it until my first year in college and ever since I've been obsessed I am working with a couple of groups different groups to reach the end and meanwhile <laughs> we're trying to build like houses everywhere because you know how there are different blocks there are like nether blocks and bricks and glass and all these different types of wood that you can use to build different houses and things with. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to create like a really big city and we're trying to like replicate pyramids and stuff like that. So it's really cool. And I'm so hype about it whenever I get to go on. Yeah. That's amazing. The other thing, and I'm sure some other people that are listening in right now are working on the same thing is my health. I know that when COVID started, right, it was freezing. I didn't want to go out anywhere and the gyms mm -hmm. were closed. So there was literally no point. And when you're trying to stock up on groceries and realizing that like most of it is pretty much gone, sometimes you have to go with the unhealthy options, which are like the prepackaged stuff, which has yep. a lot of sodium in it, right? Yep. So now that I don't want to say that the COVID level has like decreased, but it's, it's decreased, but it hasn't like ended yet. But yeah. the fanaticism of getting all these groceries and stocking up and hoarding things has definitely died down. So there's a lot more stock. There's a lot more produce. There's a lot more to go around nowadays. So I'm trying to eat healthier and I'm trying to, since it's so hot outside nowadays, I'm trying to exercise more and I'm just trying to enjoy the outside a little bit more than I've been doing. 
yeah. that's another and that's also one thing I would like to emphasize to all of you that um, now that it is, things are looking up with the whole COVID situation, um, I would definitely encourage you to go outside like more and exercise more. It doesn't even have to be like anything hardcore, but, you know, running around the block and playing sports and stuff in your yard, preferably, but just in general, um, would just kind of help get your blood pumping uh, your muscles a little bit more active so you're not in the house so much and you're not sitting so much because it's not healthy to do that for a long period of time and I know because you know it, it definitely um, if you sit at your computer for too long it not only strains your eyes but you'll find yourself getting a lot more tired faster because you're not actually doing anything so that's just one little Thing I wanted to touch on. Um, and uh, one thing uh, I would like to mention about is uh, The Last of Us 2. And I know I, you thought you guys thought I was done with gaming. This is like the last thing I'm going to talk about in regards to gaming. Uh, so The Last of Us 2, as you know, um, had a lot of leaks come out uh, well before the game was even um, announced to be coming out or not really announced, um, but before the release date was announced. And because of that, you know, I kept hearing people saying that um, the things in the leaks were not super great from a story perspective. And coming off of the first game, that's definitely a little heartbreaking because the first game had an amazing story and so many different themes that were addressed that hearing, you know, something like um, what I heard about in the leaks uh, was just very much nauseating to me as a fan of the franchise. So I was just a little mixed on whether or not I was actually going to buy it because of all the different negative things I was hearing. So I will say that I probably am still going to buy the game. It just won't be anytime soon um, just because I just kind of want to wait for the price to drop before I buy it. And that's really only because of all the bad news I've been hearing about it. You know, I'm just not going to give $60 to a game that I'm kind of feeling half and half on. Um, but also, I also wanted to speak on another comment I made um, under the, I believe it's the Game Explain review of The Last of Us 2. So I put in that comment that um, I like the review. Um, but I just wished he spoke on the flaws a little more. And I do think that comment was a bit misconstrued because I wasn't like expecting him to speak on the flaws because everything I heard him say sounded pretty genuine. It was just that I think because I heard so many negative things, like I was almost like expecting there to be something bad he mentioned about the game from the part that he really couldn't talk about because the game's not out yet. Um, so that's, I just wanted to touch on that. It, it wasn't like I'm looking for something bad in the game because, you know, I am still going to purchase the game because I'm a fan, but, you know, um, I think just like in general, like if you're going to do a review on something, I just um, do kind of, I, I kind of wish that you could, speak on some of the negative aspects that you thought could have been better in the game. And that's kind of 
what, what I meant by flaws. Not looking for something bad, just like pointing, I just wanted him to like speak on the things that, you know, he didn't like as much that he um, could have gave a critique on and said they could have done this a little bit better. That's all, you know. But uh, yeah, um, Aaron, was there anything else you wanted to uh, tell our audience before we get going? No, I'd like them to stay tuned though for our next episode in our mini series. Yep, so our next episode in our mini series will be about emotional stability. Uh, for those of you who did not check out our financial stability video, uh, what are you doing? Go check that video out. It's very good, very informational. You will learn a lot. Even if you think you're not going to learn a lot, trust me, you will learn something. Um, so yeah, I will definitely put a link to that video um, down in the description. And then I might also put a link to it um, in the little icon in the top right corner of the screen. Um, but yeah, make sure you go check out that video and make sure you subscribe to our channel and uh, comment. You know, your comments are definitely appreciated. They go a long way and they also help us uh, to become better with the content that we produce. We also have an Instagram. Uh, it is Greg Talks. So go follow us there if you also want to stay updated with our content as well. And uh, with that, we will see you guys next week. And uh, we hope you have a great rest of your day. All right, see you guys.